Blog Talk Radio. Strategies for Success. Thank you for tuning in to our Blog Talk Radio show, where every Monday at 4 p.m. I bring you a dynamic guest. My passion is helping women grow personally and professionally. Diva Strategies for Success has over 179 shows archived that you can tune into with great guests over the years at any time at your uh, convenience. Today's show is live, but after that it is archived so that you can, your friends and business associates can go back and listen at your convenience because our guests always give such great tips that, you know, it's always you want to go back and get more information. Today I have a magnificent guest. She is an international strategic marketing coach and a speaker, and I have heard her speak, and she is amazing. Her name is Darla Delane, and let me tell you a little bit about Darla before I bring her on the show, because she, she has done, I mean, so many great things. So she, as I said, she's an international strategic marketing coach and also a dynamic speaker. Her passion is to help small business owners implement a five-step profit formula to generate all the leads and sales they want. And I'm thinking that's something that we all could be interested in. So you need to really listen hard. Darla told me she loves coaching the small business owner, self-employed freelancer, and commissioned salesperson in strategic marketing. She loves helping them implement a five-step quick start profit plan to generate, as I said, all the leads and sales they can handle to dramatically boost their revenues. Darla has always had an internal voice that tends to loudly whisper at her. That was so great. How did this now do this next thing? And historically and sometimes hysterically, she's listened to it and gone for it. She has, her education was in math and psychology where her higher education field of study and her work experience have had these common threads. She has founded and run real estate, mortgage, marketing businesses, and managed sales offices, created an international referral and relocation division, and launched a luxury real estate market program. She has experience in network and direct marketing businesses and has been a classroom teacher, corporate trainer, speaker, and life coach. I also learned that Darla was an actress in New York City and co-founded a new media and film production company. Welcome, Darla. I'm so happy to have you as a guest on the show today. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here, Robbie. You have so many great talents that you have excelled at. How did you get so knowledgeable in each of these areas? That's a great question, and I do get asked that often because they seem so varied when you first look at them. But I think that it all kind of boils down to three or four things that have been kind of a common thread. Um, I 
when I learn something new, when I go into something new, I kind of just put my whole self into it, learn as much as I can, and then my next feeling is I've got to teach someone this. And, you know, when you teach someone something, you really, really assimilate that information. And then I would go on to the next. But I've always loved math. I've loved psychology. I've always been um, involved in live performance, whether it was dance or stage. And then I've also, I was the um, oldest child in my family, and my parents are both teachers. So I, I've always been <laughs> playing school or teaching or doing something with that. And it tends to along the way, that tends to be how I start. So I started off as a classroom teacher, um, really worked on mastering that, and then started writing curriculum. And, and then I had student teachers and was teaching them how to do it. And went into uh, mortgage, uh, loan mortgage, same thing. I started it and worked at it and um, just kind of threw myself into it and learned everything I could. And then I started training other people how to do that. And it just kind of continue to be like that along the way. Um, each one, though, was something to do with the psychology of how someone would do something or why they would learn it or what they would do with it, and then the systems uh, behind it. I love systems, algebra, you know, putting things like a puzzle together and putting those systems together. And it just kind of seemed to uh, uh, work that way with each thing that I, I went into next. It was kind of another level of the thing I had done prior to that. Wow. Of all the businesses that you've done, what was your favorite and why? Um, that's a really great question because it's, it's, it's like having, you know, children and picking a favorite child. <laughs> difficult. However, I will say, um, of course, right now is very exciting for me because of all the collaborations that are coming out of the coaching that I'm doing. But I, you know, being a, an actress in New York was a lifetime dream that I didn't follow through with until later in life. So that was very exciting. But the but my favorite job I had was when I was head of, um, I um, created a referral and relocation division for Coldwell Banker in Manhattan. And they asked me to be the spokesperson for the Manhattan branch to pretty much the rest of the world. So I was working with people from Dubai and Spain and um, France and, uh, you know, all over the world, the Middle East and um, uh, China, and then, of course, Beverly Hills and Miami and Chicago and Boston and just the people I was meeting and uh, got to speak at Lincoln Center as part of our big convention there and was in our nationwide commercial and got to be on television with that. So that was really probably my favorite job. I had um, some, you know, boundaries with which to create something, but then I pretty much had free reign on how I wanted to work it, and I really, really enjoy working in that way. So I would say that was probably my favorite. Tell us how you formed your five-step profit formula to generate all the lead sales a person would want, because it sounds like something everybody in America needs. It, it, it is, and, you know, a small business owner is expected to wear so many hats. And, you know, when you look at large corporations, they have whole divisions of people that focus on just their marketing or just their human resources or, you know, just their legal department. And they have full 
big, huge divisions of people that specialize in these areas. And then the small business owner is expected to be able to do all of this. And that, you know, no one person can do that. So I, when I was doing real estate in Manhattan, you talk about a competitive uh, field. Um, I really had to get specific on what I was doing and where I was putting my time and effort in my marketing. And I had worked with a business coach at that time who focused on these areas. And I saw as I looked at them and made sure I knew what my numbers were in these areas and focused on where I needed to add more time and effort, I was able to go up through the ranks in real estate in Manhattan very quickly. And that that's you know, unusual. And so as I saw my success with that and how then I started coaching other realtors and uh, brokers in Manhattan and had my own brokerage, which we worked with these specific areas and just such success as they did it. And not only did they have success, but they seemed to be enjoying their jobs more because they weren't just kind of guessing at what they were doing with their marketing. And so these five areas are lead generation, converting those leads to customers, the number of transactions per customer, the average dollar sale, and your profit margin. And when you're gathering your data for these five areas and you can tell which one needs your attention and you focus your attention there and you make sure all five areas are showing growth, your business can just skyrocket. Instead of just, oh, this sounds good, I'll try that, or someone else is doing it, rather than a hit or miss formula, really being specific about why you're doing your marketing, where and to whom, and for what the purpose is, can just save you so much time, effort, and money. And I saw it personally, and then I I saw it in the people that I worked with, and then that became the cornerstone of my strategic marketing business coaching, because to me... This is the part that that the small business owner needs to be focusing on so that they can enjoy the whole reason they got into their business in the first place, which is whatever product or service they're providing. Well, I think what's great is you started it in the real estate industry, but you were able to convert it to help no matter what kind of business people have, and especially working with some of the entrepreneurs and small businesses, right? Absolutely. After I did it with real estate, the next business I focused on was acting and producing. And you talk about a hard business to market yourself in. And these same five areas work for marketing yourself as an actor or a creative or if you've got a uh, a film you've produced and want to market it. It works in it works in any business because it is the cornerstone of the psychology of selling. When you look at a buyer and you you think about the more specific you are on who the buyer is that would want what you have and the more specific you are on telling them how different you are from someone else, everybody finds each other faster. And there's more trust there because they know you're really an expert in what you do. A lot of times people go from kind of a, I think of it like a lack mentality when they're trying to gather everybody and be everything to everyone. And, you know, as we know, you you just can't do that. That's exhausting and it's not a good use of your time and energy and money and the same thing in business if you will be specific about what your business is and how you're different 
and make sure you are targeting this marketing to the people that really, really want what you have, you can move them along that buyer's journey so much faster. And it's better for everyone. I mean, the, the consumer wants what you have. Why not make it easy for them to find you and be able to purchase your product or service? You're so right. Uh, I've been at meetings where people stand up and, you know, they'll say who their customers are. And they'll say that my customer's everyone. Their customer isn't <laughs> everyone. They need to, no. like you say, they have to be more specific. And the other thing I think people need to learn, and I've heard you say this, it's not what's in it for them. It's about what they can do to help the person. And again, by being specific, they learn more about what the person needs. So you want to expand on that a little bit? Absolutely. Those are, and I have heard the same thing. And the, the thing about the target market, about the being everyone, even if everyone could possibly purchase what you have, not everyone wants it. And you want to be sure that you are targeting your marketing to the people that actually really want what you have and that they are, there's people that do want it. You know, sometimes we have something and we think it's so great and it's going to solve a certain problem, but there may not, that may not really be a problem that a lot of people have. Your service or product could be used in another way. So looking at what that, that's so important about what the customer wants when you are Focused on that when you know what their problem is. What is it they want that they don't have? And what is it they have that they don't want? And when you know the answer to those two questions, you can narrow that, that market down to just those people that have those problems and want that answer. And then you can market to them. And then the same thing with yourself. You know, knowing how you're dip- – you know what happens when you know how you are unique – when you know how you are different, you are no longer in competition with anybody. You are providing a service or a product that is there to fill the need of a customer. And when you aren't specific, then you're competing on price with somebody else. That's all the customer has to look at. But when you let them know how, when you educate them on how you really can help them and in what specific ways, then they know you're exactly what they want, and they're going to be able to find you quickly and purchase that service or a product from you. I also heard you give a great tip at a trade fair recently, and, you know, I've done a lot of trade fairs all over the country, and you're right. A lot of people think that, oh, just because they're there, people are going to just come floating to their booth, and that's not true. (laughs) What tip would you give them for that? All right, so when you are having a, uh, when you're at a trade fair or you're at uh, some kind of a convention or you have a booth somewhere, you're wanting, and, 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 and you know what, anywhere when you do your marketing, you want to give them a way to try you out that is what we call low risk so that they're not thinking they're going to get sold to, you know, that they're not going to have to listen to a spiel or a pitch of some sort, that they want to try it out and see if you really do say what you're going to do, see if you really will follow through. And I call this the low-risk offer. So when you are at one of these events, the first thing you want to do is approach them with what you think their problem might be. If, if you're at this 
this place where this target market is, you probably know what problem you're solving. So you ask them, you know, is this a problem that you're having? Would you like this answer? And if that stops them, then you have interrupted their walk around the fair and they will stop and listen. Next, you educate them on how you do it differently. And last, you come in with this low-risk offer. Um, here are five tips that you could try in what I do so that you can see that this will work before they even work with you. Then that level of trust has gone up even further. And so this is whenever you're doing your marketing, I call this a conversion formula. And what it does is it interrupts someone. If you're at a trade fair or at a convention, you're going to interrupt them walking around trying to grab all the free stuff and actually really be there to help them with what the whole reason they're there. If you're doing it on social media, you're going to interrupt their scrolling through Facebook or they're scrolling through their email. You want to interrupt that. You know, we talk about touches with um, – people when we're when we're marketing you know how many times they need to see what you do and used to back when email was first out you know we heard though you've got mail everybody was reading their every single email well we don't do that anymore and used to it was about five to seven times someone would need to meet you or hear what you did before they could remember you now it's 20 to 100 times that they have to See what you do specifically before they even remember it, unless you can convert them faster. And this is what the conversion formula does. It interrupts them, the scrolling, the walking, the reading, whatever they're doing, you're interrupting them with, I know your problem. And they're like, what? You just read my mind. How did you know my problem? And then you say, and I have your answer. And you tell them what that answer is. And they're, you've really got them then. Then you educate them that what we were just talking about, about how you are unique or different, and then they, they're really listening. Now they're waiting for you to tell them to call them, right? Who's going to stop and take the time to call someone they've just met, right? Instead, offer them a free, some free tips or a how-to or um, a sample of something, whatever it is, where they can kind of try it out. And make sure that you really know what you're doing or you really know what you're talking about. They're much more likely to buy your product or service because you have offered to let them kind of try you out for a low-risk way. You are so right. Um, I know that you. I've heard you speak, and you're fantastic as a speaker. What are Thank some you. of the topics that you like to speak on? Because I'm sure that many of our listeners are always bringing in uh, speakers from across the country. So give us an idea of some of the things you love to speak about. Oh, that's great. Okay, so I have several that I like. I just recently did one, being a, a math teacher, I used to hear even the other teachers talk about how they hated math or they were bad at math or, you know, these kind of things. And and. People use it every day in every way if you're counting anything. But if you're a business owner, your bottom line to why you're in business is your profit, your money that you're making and spending and, and, and receiving. You've got to understand numbers. So one of the talks I love to give is how to embrace the numbers and let them be your friends. 
and the fact that, you know, numbers aren't going to lie to you. They're not going to judge you. So I'd love to talk about that, about how numbers can be your friend and how data can really help you save time and energy and money. That's one. Another one I love to talk about is happiness and happiness hours and how that really can affect your bottom line in your business. Um, I've had some systems that I've come up with that I use that have made a huge difference in my life. You know, used to we would just work ourselves to death and think that's all life was about. And now we've kind of really come to see that we can we can enjoy our businesses and enjoy our life and, and enjoy the people around us and what we're doing here. And there is a way to be happy in all of that. And that's another one I, I love to talk about. I also um, talk about the feminine and masculine ways of doing business and why it's important to do both and not, you know, totally be focused on a masculine systems way of doing business or totally focused on an intuitive, um, inspirational way, but how you can put both together and have more of a balanced business. Wow, and then the great. last one, I yeah, I also do a, a whole workshop on this five-area profit formula, and I will train people on how to actually get those numbers and do the math and be able to keep up with it with some systems that make it really easy for that. And then my other one is a um, – uh, it's called 10K Today, and it's how to look and find some strategies that you can use in your business right away that would increase your profit line by at least $10,000. Wow, that's, that's impressive. You know, everybody, I believe, needs a coach, and I think you also believe that. So tell us why do you, why do you think entrepreneurs and small business owners need a coach? You know, that's a great question, and I have a, uh, a program that I'm going to be starting soon with a health coach. She and I are working together. I think that small business owners need a whole team of coaches that are in specific areas of their business. Um, the more specific, you know, I, I believe in this same specificity in what I do as well as someone else. Um, if you're a business coach, then what part of business are you specializing in? And I, I like to um, collaborate together with other coaches so that we form a full team around the business owner. Like I said earlier, they're expected to know all of this stuff and do it on their own. Well, big business doesn't work like that. They have people they pay on their payroll to do this all day long. So as a small business owner, it is a great cost-effective way for a small business owner to have all the benefits of a big business by hiring a coach in the different areas of their business as well as their life. You know, having a health coach that can come in and make sure that you're doing those things for your, for your body, having a, a mindset coach, having one that works on the, the marketing of your business or on the HR of your business or different aspects of your business, a whole team of coaches so that you can use them as you need them and get those plans in order so that you're not letting things fall through the cracks. What, what tips would you give entrepreneur, entrepreneurs starting a business? Oh, that's a great one. The first thing I would have them do are kind of what we talked about at the beginning. 
the first thing is, you know, obviously if you're starting a business, there's some product or service that you feel passionate about or think that it's going to really make you a lot of money, which makes you very passionate about it as well. And so you, you, A, be sure you know your product or service really well. Secondly, be sure you know who it is that purchases this product or service. So start doing some research on a target market. Ask people you think are the ones that would be buying what you want to sell. Uh, why would they want it? What is it they would like about it? So that you've got some information before you get started. So many business owners have to backtrack and redo their marketing because they didn't do their homework in the first place. So first, be sure you know your service or product. Second, be sure you know the target market that is going to be buying your service or product. And third, what makes you different about how you do your service or product than someone that has the exact same product? I love working with people that are in franchises or do direct sales because they have to really compete with people selling exactly the same thing they sell. And when you have to become very specific in that arena, your marketing is going to be amazing. So as a new business owner, how are you different than the person next to you? For example, if, if you uh, are going to open a, a child care center, if you say that you're different because you care about children, I would kind of think that most of them, I would hope that most child care centers do care about children. So how do you show your care for children different than someone else? Maybe your teacher-to-student ratio is super low, or that you have um, a program where the parents can come in more often. Whatever it is that you do, what is it that you do differently? If you will get those things ahead of time before you start anything else, then all the decisions you make about where you do marketing, how you do it, who you're selling to, where your business is located, all of that can come out of those answers. Well, Donna, we're down to almost four minutes left of this half hour. So I want you to tell people how they can reach you, what your website is, and, and so that they can get in touch with you. Fabulous. Um, so the web, my website is um, DarlaDelane.com, so D-A-R-L-A-D-E-L-A-Y-N-E.com. You can go on there. There's several different videos that you can um, have sent you. I've got lots of low risk offers on there that you can try out to see if, if this type of marketing for you. I also want to encourage you to um, like my fan page. It is Darla Delane Coach Speaker. And I'm going, I do uh, Facebook Lives on there usually three to four times a week with, with a lot of this training. I put templates on there, great articles. That's another really great place to, um, to find me. I'm going to be doing a webinar tomorrow morning with um, uh, Naomi Calderon, another health coach. She and I have decided that we think that business owners can have both great health and great businesses. <laughs> and so we're doing a webinar tomorrow about that. And you can get to that. It's a bit.ly link, bit.ly forward slash B2 basics webinar. We're going to kind of take you back to the basics on your health and your business to show you how they can support each other. And that's going to be tomorrow morning. That's wonderful. Well, everybody, we've been talking with Darla Delane who's a strategic international marketing coach 
And I tell you, when I said she was giving us a lot of great tips. So, Donna, one more time, your website and um, your phone number of how they can reach you. Fabulous. Yes, the website is DarlaDelane.com, D-A-R-L-A-D-E-L-A-Y-N-E. And you can also reach me by email at info at DarlaDelane.com. Uh, and then I on Facebook at the fan page, which is Darla Delane Coach Speaker. That is wonderful. Well, I want to thank you so much for being our guest. I've seen you in action, and you're just you have such a passion for what you're doing that I know that anybody that connects with you is going to end up being a great success. So well, thank you so much. Like I so you on appreciate the show, it. And I, I myself have learned some new things today. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> that means and, a lot. <laughs> uh, and so tune in next week, uh, Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for another great guest. And, and be sure to tell your friends to uh, tune into this show. It's archived after it's live because there's a lot of great points on here, and you can't get it all in one time. So goodbye for now, and I will see you again next week. Bye now. <laughs>